welcome everyone to the Food, Farms, and Chefs radio show with restaurant industry author Kevin Wilson, highly acclaimed chef Gene Blum, and food photojournalist Amaris Pollock. Join them as they interview the biggest names in the restaurant industry, tell you about the latest food trend, and give you recipes and cooking tips too. So let's get the show started. Welcome, everyone, to Food Farms and Chefs, to our listeners around the world via the podcast, our listeners on Talk Radio, WWDB, and our brand new station, WPEN HD2 97.5 FM. Tuesday drive time for you. We are going to talk ice cream and candy. Let's get this great show started. Chef Gene, introduce your great guest. Well, it's a great honor to introduce Jim Brown from the Creamery at Penn State University. If you're unaware of the Creamery at Penn State University, I would argue that they make the best ice cream in the entire world, but we're going to talk so much more than ice cream. Jim, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Hey, thanks, Gene. Thanks for having me. So, Jim, if I'm correct, uh, 1865, we're coming up on 156 years at the creamery as the leading dairy research facility and and ice cream maker in the country, arguably the world. Tell us how this all came about, what it's all about, and uh, you know, a little brief history of the creamery. Okay. Well, as you said, we began in 1865 as the State College Creamery. Uh, we were here to serve the university and surrounding community, uh, mainly as a milk producer and assisting in uh, university dairy research. Um, we moved a couple times throughout the years. Uh, we established the first standalone in 1889, and then we moved to the Patterson Building in 1901. Patterson Building is uh, right by the, the library here on campus. Um, and we moved uh, in 1931, we moved to the Borland Lab. The store was actually on the second floor. Um, and then in 1955, uh, the State College Creamery changed its name to the University Creamery. And uh, 1961, we built the uh, first floor store on the Borland Lab. And, and where we're at now, we moved uh, here in 2006. This is the Food Science Building. It's called the Rodney Erickson Food Science Building. And our name now is the Penn State Berkey Creamery. For our guests, I think it's important to know that you're not just buying milk from, you know, area creamery or from area farms. You know, your milk is produced by a herd of Holsteins that you have right there on campus. Roughly, how big is the herd? Um, you know, what goes into the production of your dairy products there? And what other dairy products do you have? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, um, the dairy barns right here on campus house all the, the cows, about 200, 250 cows that are milked on a daily basis. Um, that's about 70% of our milk consumption that we actually use here to pr produce products. Uh, the other 30% is received from uh, local farms that are close to Penn State. Um, and you know, even though we're known for ice cream, we actually make a, a very different amount of products here because we not only service the store, but we also have an e-commerce business and a wholesale business. So we make fluid milk, we make teas, juices, orange juice. Uh, we make a, 
a lot of different culture products like sour cream, dips, breads, ricotta cheese. So we actually are pretty diverse when it comes to the products we have. We have not only uh, about 72 ice cream flavors, but we have another 30 or 40 different types of uh, dairy products and um, fluid products that we serve all the, um, the dining facilities on campus, the C stores, of course, our store, and of course, we ship to the 48 continental United States. Well, I was recipient of a package that I ordered last week because I had to do my due diligence and sample some of your ice creams like I haven't done that every year for the past 20. But uh, I had uh, a little sick pack, and, and they're just about all gone. I saved a little bit for one of my co-hosts here. And for anybody who does not know, order some Penn State ice cream. Have it shipped to you. It comes packed in dry ice. It comes to you in perfect condition, and it is well worth it. Can I jump in that for a second? Because I, I mean, I am a huge fan of ice cream. Like if, if, if you could put an Achilles heel, um, based on food, you, you know, I would definitely say ice cream is my number one. Um, I can't avoid it. Actually, I try not to buy it because I will just sit there and like eat it. But your ice cream is so silky smooth because of how you make it that it is like addictive right like from your first you know spoonful i have never had ice cream taste that good well you know thank you so much and let me step back a little bit because i don't want people thinking that we are just here for the ice cream or for the products you know the the mission of the creamery is actually here to support the teaching and research and outreach programs of the food science department and the university so all the things that we do here is basically surrounded around the preface that, you know, we help out the university. But I'll tell you about that ice cream. You know, I mean, I may be a little biased, but I think what makes our ice cream so good is, is we have some really, really good employees. We have about uh, 29 full-time employees. We, we staff 100 part-time student workers and 10 to 15 interns. And they work very diligently, and they're, they're very committed and passionate about what they do. Um, another thing that makes our ice cream really good is you want to think about it from cow to cone. It's about on an average, about four days. I mean, the, the cows are right here. They're, you know, three blocks away. Uh, they're milked every day. We get the milk every day. We make the product. And by the time we actually make the product to the time it actually is consumed is about four days. So, and I'm not saying anything about any other ice cream out there, but you really don't know if that's the case with any other ice cream because a lot of times it's warehoused and then it's shipped to a, um, an actual, you know, Walmart or Giant or some other location that, that might have it for a while. Um, here, you know, we're, we're very proud to say that you can actually make it here and you can actually freeze it here and you can actually sell it here. Um, we're a diverse operation. We're a retail facility, production facility, e-commerce facility. We distribute here on campus you know, and we provide academics. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for us here at the Creamery. So, the, and I do think that this very important note that, you know, this is a student-produced ice cream. So the individuals that are there are taking the class, and I have taken this class. I've done the online class, the, the short class uh, at Penn State. It's very intense. There's a lot of science and math that goes into making of ice cream. 
your classes, yeah. you know, certainly the authoritative class, and we'll get into that a little bit more. About how many students go through the program? Do you do you have that? Well, let's let's clarify the students. The students aren't the Penn State University students. I guess, Gene, what you're referring to is the the students are the students that actually take our short courses here in workshops, and and the one that you're speaking to uh, specifically is the ice cream short course. Yes. Um, every year, about 120 students from all over the world attend these programs. Uh, it's a 128-year history. Uh, the course has attracted more than 4,400 participants from every state and every nation and every continent except for Antarctica. Um, the Berkey Creamer itself serves as a, as a laboratory for that research and to assist the short course personnel uh, to help out. And um, I, I, I want to let you know that that Penn State short course you're talking about, it's the oldest best known and largest educational program dealing with the science and technology of ice cream. Um, I think it's also, I, I believe it's also considered to be the first continuing education course in the United States. So it's been around a long time and it's helped a lot of businesses and organizations anywhere from the industry ice cream maker to the mom and pop maker to the actual farm that would be producing uh, milk and making ice cream as a as a side note. Well, I know you're too humble to say anything, so I'll just throw out a little name for those people who like Ben and Jerry's. Please understand that Ben and Jerry both took and and split the class and and they split. The, I think it was five dollars when they took it, or some ridiculous yep. sum of money when they took it. But they they are graduates of the program as well, and they knew nothing about ice cream making until they took this class. What are some of the the biggest selling items cream or the biggest selling items at the creamery? I know you make some great cheeses. If you could talk to us a little bit about, you know, what's available for e-commerce or you know somebody wants to order online, what are the big selling items? Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, of course, our ice cream is the number one seller, and you know, at any given time, um, we're not actually carrying the seventy-two flavors, but we do make seventy-two flavors, so we have about. Uh, 20 to 30 flavors that we have available online but we also make and ship um, our cheeses are very good our, our cheddar cheese we're, we're known for our cheddar cheese we have different varieties of cheddar cheese of course we have a white and yellow version but we also have smoked version mm. we have sharp we have mild medium uh, we also have what not a lot of people know around here more so in the Wisconsin area or even Canada, and that is cheese curds, cheddar cheese curds. And the cheese curds are nothing more than when you actually are making the cheddar and it, uh, you, you allow the whey to drain off, the cheddar cheese is cut into small uh, curds uh, but before it's salted and before it's molded together and pressed together to make a block, it's kind of like a, the virgin cheddar cheese. And it's actually then kept in the curd side, and we actually package it. And it's as fresh as you can imagine. It's, it's a beautiful, what we call beautiful squeaky cheese. 
So if you've ne- ever, if you've never tried cheddar cheese curds, you have to try them here, especially at the creamery. Well, I was gonna say uh, cheese curds became popular. I want to say like two years ago. It, you know, there's actually a food truck that like specializes in just cheese curds around here. So it's a very popular item. Now, is that something else that people can go to the site and order to have delivered to their house? Uh- Absolutely, and we also have some recipes for you there on the site that you can use different types of products uh, that the creamery has, and you can make different different meals. To, um, one of the things happens to be, I believe what you're talking about, is the deep-fried cheddar curds. Yes. Uh, it, they're amazing. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely amazing. Yes, here yeah. in Philadelphia, we have a food truck called the Cow and the Curd, and that's exactly what they sell is they don't do the cheddar curds. They, they do... Uh, a mozzarella curd, or you know, in the, but it's nice. Cheddar curd even adds that that next dimension to it. I've used your cheeses on some special events before, and certainly a big draw gets people talking about the items when you can do that. And if you're a sports fan, you can com- you can combine you know Penn State creamery cheeses and other foods with a great tailgate party at your home, or obviously if you're going out to the stadium. So, what I, I saw some numbers about the amount of ice cream scooped a day and the amount of milkshakes. Tell us a little bit about how busy the creamery is from a retail pack, you know, experience. Wow. Well, we can talk, and and I imagine everybody's heard this word before COVID. Um, we can talk pre-COVID, and we can talk current COVID. Uh, we've had a lot of challenges during COVID, as as everybody has across the you know across the world. Um, but on a normal day, not considering COVID, um, at any football game, we can scoop about 10,000 cones of, of our ice cream in a given three-day weekend, a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, we also, besides scooping ice cream here at the store, we also pack ice cream. And uh, what I mean by that is we have minis, which are small Dixie cups, we have pints and we have half gallons, we have three gallon tubs, different sizes of ice cream. And if you want to take it somewhere for an, uh, an extended period of travel time, we have dry ice that we pack things in thermal bags. Uh, of course, a lot of people, you know, they bring their own coolers and do this because they're, they're return customers. Um, and you can pack it and basically travel, you know, as, as long as you want to. Um, and uh, we always say that a pound of dry ice will last an hour of travel. So we've had customers that have driven from Florida, uh, driven from different areas, but one of them is Florida, which is quite a distance away, come up here um, and brought coolers with them and you know packed 200 half gallons of ice cream and taken it back to their friends down in Florida. Um, we And they've kept it with dry ice the whole travel, the whole way down there. So. I always That's loved going into the creamery after a, you know a football game and getting ready to come home and I would you know order some ice cream and they would say where are you from and I would tell them <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia and they knew exactly how much dry ice to put in that bag and off I went and it was always a wonderful experience. You know we have a we have a lot of experience here. Uh, I have uh, four managers that run the store and they obviously have other responsibilities, but they've been here uh, quite a long time. One of them up as far as 35 years that she's been here. 
And, you know, you learn a lot over the years on how to take customers. You know, I mean, uh, you have to realize that for us, the, the creamery is more than just an ice cream shop. You know, the, the, the creamery is a meeting place. The creamery is a place where, you know, they're not our customers. They're our fans and our family. And, you know, though Penn State says we are, uh, we believe and we always say we all are because everybody here um, takes personal responsibility that every single person that walks through that door is treated the right way and gets to enjoy the ice cream the way, the way we do. So we try to explain as much as possible, you know, the different opportunities, the different flavors, the different ways of traveling, you know, and, and you know, we, you know, pre, pre-COVID, you know, we used to offer samples, you know, we're hoping to get back to that where a customer would walk up and say, hey, I want an ice cream cone, but I don't know what flavor I want. And, you know, we obviously offer samples before they have to purchase and choose the flavor they want. So we, we try to provide not only the product, but the service that's, that's meant for everybody that comes through the door. You know what would be fun is if you had actually, because you know if you go to a brewery, they have flights to do like a flight of ice cream. <laughs> I think that would be brilliant. So that, you know, like for somebody like me that likes all kinds of ice cream, I would mm-hmm. love to go in and have like a flight of ice cream and just be like, I want a scoop or a mini scoop of this, 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 and this. You know, and and that's a really good point. So let me interrupt you about one of our policies here. And a lot of people may or may not know this, but we do not mix flavors. And there's a reason for that. We actually have at any given time probably dip about 24 different flavors. And that's quite a bit, especially when if you've ever been here on an event weekend or some type of football game or whatever, we have a line that's quite long. Um, we, because we're under the realm of the food science department and our main mission, I guess you could say, or responsibility is food safety. Um, we do a lot with keeping everybody safe here. And one of the things that we don't do is mix flavors for the mere fact that we don't want to have any cross-contamination or allergen issues. And if we get into the scoops of scooping some ice cream and then one of our students would scoop that, use that same scoop and scoop a peanut butter ice cream that would have nuts in it, we wouldn't want that person coming in with an allergen ever having the possibility of having that cross-contamination and getting sick. As a serve safe instructor, I appreciate that. I I love that dedication to the details there. That's so important. And it's important for our our listeners to know that you go to that great length. Yeah, I I think, you know, a lot of um, businesses uh, leave it up to the customer for the customer to have that responsibility. Um, But we do like to take it an extra step. And, you know, not everybody announces that um, and not everybody, you know, uh, can keep that from being a mistake for the most part. So we do everything we can to keep everybody safe and, and alert for the most part. Um, so we do, we do our best here. All right. So speaking of alert, one of the things that I love is coffee. And one thing that you can do to combine ice cream with coffee is getting having an affogato. We had spoken a little bit earlier um, about your use of ice cream outside of just eating it as ice cream. Do you want to get on, into a little bit about that? 
Hmm. Are are you talking about milkshakes that we use? Milkshakes, or you had said that some people come in to have it for breakfast. So. Oh well, I'll tell you this much: we had milkshakes for a number of years, um, up until COVID. You know, because we didn't want to expose it, we we don't do milkshakes at this particular time, but. We actually make real milkshakes, and those real milkshakes are from ice cream and not from a mix. So we'll take two scoops of ice cream, we'll mix in uh, milk, real milk, mm. and then we'll actually blend it and make ice cream. So you can actually have a, a milkshake in any flavor as you would dipping an ice cream cone. Now, that was, that was pre-COVID. Right now, because of COVID, we don't have anything exposed, and we're very conscientious about that. However, I will tell you this we do have iced coffees here and we make iced coffee nice so we have regu regular iced coffee we also have a mocha iced coffee and a caramel iced coffee so if you ever want anything that has to do with coffee we make our own version of creamery using our own creamery milk and our creamery flavorings and we make iced coffee i have seen the lines at you know games and when you talk about that, people don't realize it's a very quick moving line. Uh, your customer service is exceptional, but I mean, it literally goes out the door down the length of a very long building and, you know, around the corner at times for that line, but you move really quickly. So it's, it's a big testament to the quality of your products. And to reemphasize, it's a place you can go and get sandwiches. You can go and get a cup of coffee and a good cup of coffee. Obviously you can get, you know, the, the ice cream, and that's really probably the number one draw. And you go down there, being right by the libraries, I know a lot of students go, and, and that's their, you know, sugar high to go in and, and get a little bit more energy for studying, things like that. What are the biggest selling flavors there? Ooh, good point. Well, top five, let's put it this way. The number one is Death by Chocolate, mm -hmm. and followed by a very close bittersweet mint. Hmm. We have a chocolate chip cookie dough, and we have a cookies and cream. That's the top four. And normally I would give you a different one, but as of recently, uh, about a year, year and a half ago, we created a flavor that's probably within our top five now, and, and Gene, you should know this, grilled stickies. <laughs> Absolutely and delicious. Yes, it, it, it really has become one of our top five flavors um, and we were really excited about making it, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of the newest flavors that we, we have, um, but probably in the top five, I would say. Well, for our listeners around the country, uh, there's a diner in Penn state that sells a sticky bun and they grill it fresh right there to warm it up and, you know, brown the, and caramelize the sugars on it. And it's called a grilled sticky and you can buy them retail as well. But what Penn State does is take those grilled stickies and blend them into ice cream. I had some today. My boss had some today. And she was just emailing her family, this is what our family reunion is having this year for you know, dessert. They've never had it before. And she was like, we have to order this, You know, looking it up online. I personally can, love some of your fruit flavors. Can I mention something real quick? Sure. Okay, well... You know, I'm not sure if you know this, but the diner itself is no longer open. I do know that, yes. Yes. 
Isn't that amazing? Uh, and, you know, he went into strictly wholesale distributorship. And the creamery actually sells, oh, about 100 cases of his grilled stickies a week. We go, we go through the grilled stickies. Now, now our, we actually called him up and we said, listen, I know we can't take your actual grilled sticky dough and put it into our product because it's actually an allergen issue and it's actually manufacturing. It's tough to do. I said, but can we take those ingredients that you actually put in there and do that? And we kind of, uh, you know, had a handshake uh, agreement and he was more than happy to do that because of course we saw a lot of his grilled stickies, but that's exactly, you're exactly right. That's, we went off of the grilled stickies being so famous here for many years in state college and we figured we tried to do an ice cream the same thing, and it it worked out tremendously. It's a great partnership. I mean, he benefits from it. The you know the diner and the grilled stickies do, and and so do we. I think it's important to note too for people who really love true farm to table. When you visit Penn State, your options for products of meals from that are produced at the farms at Penn State and at the agricultural school and the food science school are amazing. I've had burgers at the Nittany Inn that were get from one particular steer. So, you know, there's no blending of, of meat products when they go into that, you know, slaughterhouse. It's, you know, it was a single steer burger and just absolutely amazing. So for quality of products all the way around, you know, Penn State is really a food paradise. And I don't know if enough people know that. Well, and you know, you can visit the creamery because what the creamery does quite a bit is we try to take as much of the foods that are produced right here on campus and the products that are produced on campus and sell them here. So for instance, the College of Ag has a meat lab and they have a lot of different type of sticks and sausages and things of that nature um, that we sell here. We sell honey here. Uh, you know, we sell um, uh, eggs here. We sell mushrooms here. And all those things are done right here on campus, you know, at the different farms and the different institutions. Would anybody be able to, I mean, I, this is circling back to the ice cream, but it, say you're having a party. Would we be able to contact you and have you make um, one of the flavors that you don't have on hand? We, we actually cannot, and that's because we have a minimum order uh, and we have a minimum quantity. You have to realize, and even now because of COVID, I don't know if you've gone to the grocery store lately, but things are a lot more expensive nowadays. Uh, so... Uh, our ingredients are a lot more expensive. So we, because we're a small establishment, we only carry a small amount of agreement, uh, ingredients, sorry. Um, and we ha only have the ability to make certain flavors and, and to actually whip up a new flavor we can't do very, very quickly. Uh, we have a lot of rules and policies uh, for doing that. And of course we have minimum orders. Um, so <laughs> I will say though, I can't imagine that someone that's, wanting to have some type of ice cream in some certain fashion out of the 72 that we can't make, find something that's similar because we do have a very diverse flavor offering. My particular favorite, I'm a peachy paterno. My wife is the same. I love your fruit. The strawberry that you make is out of this world. So I'm a little bit of a traditionalist. I like to go to those flavors and just 
you know, nothing nice. better in the summer than a little Pichy Paterno, you know, a couple ounces of rum in the blender. It, it's a heavenly thing um, to go with that. So, well, if you like that, if you like that, you'll have to try our black raspberry frozen yogurt because that mm. is very, very good. Also, <laughs> that sounds amazing. That does sound. Good. It is. It is. It's it's a wonderful product. So I think Amaris is going to get a ice cream order when I place my <laughs> next week's weather and order that. So I, I see that coming. Sure enough. <laughs> yeah, so. I almost want to give him money now and be like, <laughs> order this. <laughs> Well, so, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you one more thing that you also have to try. We've we've had a product for a number of years, but now we've we've really partnered with the Penn State Bakery, and we sell creamery ice cream cookie sandwiches. Um, and our ice cream cookie sandwiches, we have two traditional flavors: a chocolate uh, and a vanilla. And then we have a monthly feature. What we do is we actually utilize the Penn State Bakery cookies. That we get in and we have different flavors of ice cream that we put in them so you'll be able to look online the flavors that are available um, and that's grown so much so that we're selling probably about 3,000 ice cream cookie sandwiches um, a month now before we let you go can, and have you tell us where to find us uh, to find you are we able to go online to actually buy the ice cream cookies packaged and have them sent too? That's correct. They oh. sell in six pack, 12 packs and 24 packs. You have to buy them by six packs. In other words, you can't get one of this, one of this, one of this, and one of that. You can get a six pack of, you know, the chocolate ice cream cookie sandwich. You can get a six pack of the vanilla ice cream cookie sandwiches, but they only come in six packs um, for a specific reason. It's, it's tough for us to package. Remember, you know, we have students doing this and we do this all by hand so believe it or not all of our ice cream cookie sandwiches are made by hand we scoop the ice cream into the into the cookies and we actually package them by hand um but yes you can get them shipped to you oh right and james where can we actually find how to get that okay you can go on to creamery.psu.edu you can look online, and that is our actual website, e-commerce site, um, that you can purchase them. It'll give you the ice cream we have available, the cheeses, specialty foods. We have gifts there. Um, you'll be able to get directions and in what times we're open and also the whole story and history that I told you a little bit about. Um, but it provides you about all the information you need uh, before you actually come here. Uh, it'll kind of provide you with the flavors and the actual products that we have and what we do here. Thank you for letting us know that and our listeners. And Jim, we thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Jim, it was Absolutely. a great pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That was great. And now let's go to break. To become a sponsor of our show and promote your business or event on every single podcast platform, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music, in addition to WWDB Talk Radio every Tuesday at 6 p.m. evening drive time. Email us today at diningonadime at yahoo.com for our very low rates. Amorous Pollock, introduce your fantastic guest. I want to introduce Joy Curley, who owns Rocket Fizz in Marlton, New Jersey. 
It is such a cute store that anybody can go to and purchase candies. Joy, welcome to our show and welcome to our listeners. Great, thank you. So what, tell me a little bit about your store and tell me what kinds of things that you sell and how, you know, when did you get started? Um, we got, we opened up about four and a half years ago. Um, it is a franchise. Uh, we watched um, that show, um, Undercover Boss, and we had seen it and we kind of fell in love with it. So um, we, that's how we decided to, you know, open up the store. We sell a variety of candy from from old old school candy that they still make to the new and upcoming things that the kids see on TikTok and all their crazy candies. <laughs> um, we do sell toys, like not real toy toys, but um, like some of the younger kids, they come in, like we used to sell fidget spinners when they were popular. Now it's the poppets and things like that. So they're like little trinkety type toys. Um, we sell tin signs, sodas, uh, like some types of like gag type gifts. It's oven mitts, socks that have like crazy things on them, magnets. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a store from ages, you know, two, one or two up until, you know, oldest person you can think of. It's, it's actually, it's a fun store to go into. It's a lot of fun. Joy, as, as somebody who's in the events industry, the way I describe your store is it is, and it, you know, people who have been to a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, it is the ultimate store for things for that type of celebration. This novelty mm-hmm. sodas, the, you know, old fashioned candies, the little things that yeah. are giveaways, like everything you can imagine to take a party to the whole next level. You know, from gifts for the guests, and as you said, I've admit, me personally, your bacon soda. The fact that you have bacon soda is just, yeah. you know, okay. It doesn't get any better than that. And for those professional chefs out there, or you know, people with a passion, bacon soda is a great braising solution too. So it just adds flavor to it and does a whole bunch of things. What are your biggest selling items, though? What are your biggest? Is it a nostalgia candy thing or? What do you think um, I do? I actually, well, candy-wise, I would just have to say more of not one specific thing, but a lot of gummy things. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers satellite wafers. They're kind of like I that. love satellite wafers with the little yeah, beads inside. They're very and, popular. Uh, candy, candy cigarettes. I mean, that was back in the day, too. They sell still crazy amounts. Do you um, know I've- I was looking in your store for the candy cigarettes. I guess I didn't look close enough, but um, that <laughs> that that is one of my favorite things from my childhood is the candy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the ones, you know, the the white ones that are kind of like that chalky type of taste. Um, and then we also have bubblegum ones. They were back in the day too, and we do sell chocolate ones. Ooh, chocolate so, ones. Yeah. How about wax so, bottles? Yes, we have wax yeah. bottles. We have, um trying to think of some old-time um, candies. Uh, like, I'm drawing a blank because, like, <laughs> I think it's so much, so much candy in there. Um, what what were your favorites growing up? And I can tell you if they still, you know, if they make it, we have it. Well, I, you know, I certainly love satellite wafers. It's something that was big in New England, so a little harder to get mm-hmm. down here. 
you know, um, Charleston Chews, when I was growing up, was yeah. a big thing, too. They were really phenomenal, yeah. and I loved getting them. And I have several friends who begged me all the time for a source for Necco wafers. We have them as well. They oh, wow. Now, that company actually went out of business, and a new company took over. So it wasn't just Necco wafers. It was other um, things that they manufactured as well. So they just came back around again knew I would see me about six months ago. They were gone for a little while. Did you know that when um, Admiral Byrd went on his great exploration of Antarctica, that is the one thing he took for all his team? He took, you know, like thousands of pounds of Necco wafers with him. Just the really? strange food trivia, but being in the candy business, I thought you'd appreciate that. What are Necco yeah. wafers? I'm sorry. You never had a Necco? No, I've never had a Necco wafer. Wow. I, so I, it's a valid question for me. <laughs> there, I don't know how you want to describe them. Um, uh, they're kind of, uh, to me, they're a little bit chalky. <laughs> they but, are that, so yes. Like, they're, they're a little chalky. They come in several different flavors, and like, they yeah. come in a pack that they look like quarters. They look like yeah. candy yeah. quarters, hmm. you know, in, in size. Similar to sweet tarts, Gene, you think? No, Similar no, they're, they're not. They're not anywhere. Sweet. They're not that high in sugar content. Yeah. They're actually very refreshing. I kind of like them. I, I'm a big fan. They're I have, not, and we have chocolate ones, too, if you ever had those. No, never had them. I, I have somebody yeah. who I will be directing that way very soon. Now, now. here's the thing. I'm going to stop in after we finish recording the show today um, to take some photos. From, you know, so I'll pick up some NECA wafers for you. <laughs> oh. Do you have, um, I, I forget what they're called, but they're like caramel chewy in, in the outside. And then it's like almost like a hardened buttercream in the center. Yes, they're called goats. They're we have they're caramel creams basically, so it's caramel with like a cream inside. Uh, we do have them on our taffy bar, and we also have them in a pack. Hmm. So they're they're very popular, and they're in other flavors as well, like chocolate. Um, then there's ones that are I could, I think it's like a strawberry. That's that's one of my mother, my mother's favorite. And so we used to yep. go and travel all the time, and she would always pick some of those up, and we'd chew them. Um, now speaking of picking up candies, I think you have, when you walk in, you obviously have prepackaged candies, um, or at least, yeah. yes. Um, uh, but do you also have a, a, a means where people can walk in and if they want to do a, you know, a mix it up, kind of grab, grab something and like throw it into a bag, do you have a way for people to do that? We have it. It's a taffy bar, but it's not just taffy. It's taffy and candy, but everything is already wrapped. It's so it's not nothing is um, open that if you touched it, you know, it's now contaminated. Everything is wrapped. But individual pieces, though, like you're saying, talking of those candies that you're talking your mother like the ghost, they're individually wrapped. We have individually wrapped Swedish fish, many uh, Milky Ways, many Twix, um, Red Hots, many Sweethearts all those kind of things so we that taffy bar um you can get bags and you can mix and match we don't weigh you stuff it as much as you can oh wow you don't weigh at all so how much would that how much would that be uh the small bag um i believe is 7.99 and the large bag is 9.99 that's an amazing deal 
Uh-huh. And it's whatever's on that taffy bar. So it could be taffy. It could be all taffy. It could be two pieces of taffy. It could be all candy. It could be one thing you want. It could be anything on there. Lollipops, blow pops, like all the stuff that we have on there. You just, you should see what some of the people do where they're there for about 45 minutes to master it. <laughs> and that bag could be about like eight, nine pounds. <laughs> That's a lot of candy. So, yeah, as long as it fits the bag, it's fine. So what would you, we just had um, Penn State Creamery on, and what would you recommend from your store to put on some ice cream? Mm, to put on ice cream. Everything is kind of big, I would say. Uh, we don't have, like, mini, anything that's, like, real mini. I, a lot of times people like gummies, a lot of gummies, like little gummy bears. They do put that on, like, soft serve. I've seen that. I don't know how well that tastes. I've never done it, but <laughs> I've seen it. I, um, I did a mitzvah this weekend, and we had gummies on the ice cream bar, and they were a real big hit. So, yes, I would agree with that. And, yeah, see, I, I'm going to go to Stalsha and say put some satellites on mine because I like the little crunch in the beads to go with that. Yeah. I like that, you know, that mix. I think really anything. I mean, you could crumple up, uh, you know, a... Uh, we have uh, bars that are Hershey bars, and they have, like, little mini M&Ms in there or, like, little crunchy. You could throw anything like that on top of ice cream. Look, anything that's sweet and candy is delicious. And it can only have ice cream. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with that. And, you know, not for our of-age listeners, there are there are trends where you uh, soak the gummy bears or soak the Swedish fish inside of a vodka or I think rum is one of them too um, that you can use some of your candies for too. Not that I would say yeah. promote it because <laughs> it is a family <laughs> store, but <laughs> you know, just, you know, for it. So we've had, we have women that, you know, she was like, I got to do this for the Memorial weekend. And she got the big, we, or she wanted gummy worms, big bag of gummy worms. She said, ah, this is what I do for the holiday. <laughs> but okay. And so hey, people come tell us. Yeah, exactly. I and I mean, speaking of gummy worms, like dirt, you know, that's a, that's a classic dessert at this yeah. point with the pudding and the yeah. crushed up Oreos and the little worms that are within. There's yeah, lots of... There's lots of fun that you can uh, have with uh, mm -hmm. the different candies that are out there. So what else outside of the candies do you have for sale? Because I did see sign like almost throwback signs where it was, you know, something. Yeah. Like, so if somebody were to walk in and they were like, you know what? I want to make a creative man cave or she shed and, and you know, we'll throw up some vintage signs. What kind of what kind of extra things you have in your store I, we do have the vintage signs and they're all for sale and basically everything in that store is for sale anything you see on the walls um but we have tin, a million different tin signs from you know alcohol sayings that are funny or just funny sarcastic sayings to um like DC comics, things that the kids would like, or things like you said, we do have like a man cave or a woman's animal, everything. Yeah. Um, so like that kind of stuff, you could, you could put that stuff in there. I don't, I would say that's probably all we have that would go in a man cave unless they want to put some, we have, we actually have funny flasks 
like hairbrush class. <laughs> we okay. do have some of those funny there. That is funny. Now, for our listeners out there, where can they find you on the web and on social media? We are on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two social media platforms we're on. Under Rocket Fizz? Rocket Fizz Marlton, because they're all over the United States. So, okay. And they're all individually owned. So they may, most of it would be the same, but not quite. But it would have to be Rocket Fizz Marlton, and that's how it is on both. All right. Joy, it was a joy having you on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. All right, let's go to break. Tune in to Dining on a Dime to hear from Gene Blum, our chef, educator, consultant, and historian. You can find him across social media at ibfoodie2 or Gene Blum at ibfoodie2 at yahoo.com. And you can also tune in to listen to Amaris Pollock and find her across social media at A-R-P-O-L-L-O-C-K-U-S at gmail.com. All right, we're back. Amaris Pollock, introduce your fabulous guest. Hi, everyone. I want to introduce Melanie Wimmer. She is the owner of Crema Tutti, which is such a cute concept. Do you, uh, hey, Melanie, what, what is hey. Hi. What is it? And let our listeners know what they can, can find with you and your tricycle. Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate uh, you having me on. Um, so I offer a really great, unique option for any kind of event. So it's a tricycle with, um, with a box on it and a, and a really fun, unique idea. So we do ice cream out of this um, ice cream bike. You can just ride right up into your event and there's your your ice cream bike, we can do champagne, we can do Philly soft pretzels, water ice, you name it, we can do it. And everybody loves it because it's so fun and unique and people love to sit on it and ring the bell. It's like the ice cream man came to your to your event. I know. And I saw you, I met your your wonderful daughter who was helping you out um, and you. had some of your ice cream that was, I believe, water ice. Um, different flavors. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. Right. We had we had different flavors of water ice that day. But we again, we can do anything that our client wants. So sometimes they want champagne. Sometimes they want ice cream. Sometimes you know. Sometimes they want cigars. So really, we can do anything. You want wine? It's just so versatile. But it's all about that unique, entertaining experience of having our bike roll into your event and and have something fun for you and your guests so when when you have somebody who calls you up and wants you to come into their event for you know vending something do they purchase or um the like say they wanted cigars do they purchase the cigars or do they do you give them an allotment and you'll purchase the cigars and just have it right so we we purchase everything so whatever they want we will purchase and then we will have an attendant uh, with the bike to hand out to to your guests. So whatever it is, that's that's what we'll you know we go according to what our our clients want. And again, we can do anything because our box is really just an empty box that we either freeze or don't freeze according to what you need. 
And I love this idea. What inspired you for all of this? Oh, thanks. I, I actually love the story of this. So uh, I've been, I'm a wedding and event planner for years. I've done personal events and weddings and corporate events. And uh, I was doing a wedding and I asked the groom what he wanted for the wedding since we already knew what the bride wanted. And he said he wanted ice cream. So, you know, I just started thinking of different concepts of how to make this fun, not just a handout of ice cream or scooped in a, in a cup for your guests at the table. And I came up with the concept and, um, you know, and kind of ran from it from there. And we do a lot of weddings, a lot of corporate events, a lot of bar mitzvahs and sweet 16s and, and any kind of event. If people just want to do a, a, you know, a nice thing for their, for their, uh, department we come in with the ice cream and hand out for for them and they we've had the ceo sit on the bike and take a group photo it's so much fun it is it's, it's super cute too you know thank I, you <laughs> i was talking cute <laughs> it is so cute and, and we were talking a little bit before we started recording and you know i was i was definitely talking with my brother who his neighborhood you know is looking to do something a little bit more fun for and festive for the 4th of July. Sure. And, you know, I I was wondering what would be something that you would recommend for a 4th of July celebration? Yeah. So I would say, I mean, 4th of July, you know, it's all about festivities and red, white, and blue. So I would do uh, something either like water ice with red, white, and blue colors or, you know, do red, white, and blue popsicles. Um, you know, you can really kind of do anything. But definitely, you know, it's probably going to be hot. So you definitely want to keep keep your, keep your everyone cooled off. So you definitely want something that's more on the frozen end to keep everyone uh, cool, and, cool and enjoying it. And how do you keep everything cold inside of this? Yeah, the great part of this is that it's completely green. So I either use ice or dry ice to keep things cold. So no electricity needed. I don't need to hook up to anything. I don't have a generator. I don't need any of that. And all and we and I have it all decorated with twinkle lights. So at night it's all lit up. It looks beautiful. The umbrella, the big red umbrella is also lit up. And that's all either solar powered or battery operated. So it's so easy because I can be inside, I could be outside, I could be anywhere, I could be out in a field and it doesn't matter because I don't need electricity. Have you ever been brought on for something like a, a brunch, like a, a celebration for, you know, a woman getting married, you know, and they yes. want to get together and have a brunch? Absolutely. I've done, I've done bridal showers for brunches and, um, just, you know, just a bunch of, you know, groups of people that, you know, maybe, you know, they, a lot of times they get together for uh, dinners or lunches or reading groups and they want to do something fun together. Um, I've, you know, I've brought the bike for that. Um, I have a corporate event coming up where just a small department uh, from a legal firm, they want to do something fun for their um for their partners and they're going to surprise them. I'm going to be in the lobby of their building and they're going to surprise them. They're going to come in and they're going to have ice cream uh, for them. So, you know, it's just really whatever you think of, whatever kind of event I can be at it. If you're doing, you know, a block party, 
it's great to be there, a birthday party, a wedding, um, you know, bar mitzvah, any, any kind of event. If you just have a small family, you know, gathering, um, you know, reunion, we can be there for that as well. And Gina actually had done a bar mitzvah. You said you had a bar mitzvah earlier? It was a bat mitzvah this weekend, but yes. Nice. And so what would you what would you see inside of your cart for one of them? Oh, for the bat mitzvahs, that's great because uh, not only what we can what we can offer, which could be like Philly soft pretzels with different dips, which is always everybody loves Philly soft pretzels, or you could do um, the champagne for the adults and then later on do ice cream for the kids. Uh, but we also can can personalize the bike, so I can put their name on it, um, and then they get to keep that personalized item that um, is put on the side of the bike. So it just kind of makes it a little bit per- more personal. You can put a corporate logo, put initials, just something really fun and nice on the side of the bike that makes it a little bit more personalized. So your box is designed that I could also take something warm and put it in there. Like if I made up a yes. hundred cheesesteaks, mini cheesesteaks, can I then put them in the box and then hand them out absolutely. as people are leaving? Okay. Yes, absolutely. We can do warm cheesesteaks. Um, you know, we love to be there at the end also, or for an after party is great. We, you know, again, this box is so versatile that it doesn't matter what the temperature is, we will accommodate accordingly. Now, do you do you still run um, your event and wedding planner as, uh, in co- conjunction with this? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> I am busy. Uh, I don't like to sit down and do do nothing. I wait. So, I actually just a few weeks ago, I was the wedding planner. And I had my bike there doing ice cream. So I had, I had an attendant at the ice cream bike, and I was the planner for the wedding. So I do corporate, corporate events. I do private events. I've done um, grand openings for uh, new businesses. And, uh, you know, I'm the wedding planner, and I'm, I'm the all-around event planner. That is amazing. Now, before we let you go and find out where everyone can find your website or websites and your yes. tags, um, where, how, like about how much would it cost for, for somebody to, you know, have you come? Sure. So uh, we're, we're very reasonable. Uh, we charge 475 for the bike. And then, for instance, if you're going to have ice cream, we charge $2 per person for the ice cream. Oh, that's great. So it's really reasonable when you think about that all these nice. other costs that you're putting into, you know, for other things. And this is something that's so unique and special and entertaining all in one. You're not just giving out, you know, something, you know, that doesn't really have any uh, pizzazz to it. So... For, you know, something like that. And then accordingly, depending upon what the item is, would depend on the pricing for those items. But um, the bike price is always the same, 475 plus whatever the charge is uh, per person for those other items. And where can they find, can, where can our listeners find you um, on the web and also on social media? Oh, yes. We are everywhere. So. Oh, great. 
Uh, it's www.crematuti.com, and it's C-R-E-M-A-T-U-T-T-I. We're on Instagram and Facebook as well as Crematuti. And um, my phone number where you can reach me as well is 610-592-8458. And our email is events at crematuti.com. Just call us. We're happy to take and talk to everybody. And we hope to be able to be planning everyone's events soon. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you so much, Melanie. It was a great pleasure talking that with you. That was awesome. Thank you so much joining Let's us. Let's give our tags, phillyrestaurantreviewswithans.com for everything about the show. Amherst Pollock. You can find me across most social media at AR Pollockus or Amherst Pollock. Chef Jean. You can find me across social media at ibfoodie2 or at Gene Blum, or you can email me directly at I-B-F-O-O-D-I-E, the number two, at yahoo.com. Have a great week. Enjoy. And we'll see everybody next week. That was great.